The following program contains material that may be disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Hi friends! I know the con artist episode is only half of an episode, but it looks like I might have uh, misplaced or deleted the second half or something somehow, um, which I'm a little sad about, but if you want to know pretty much what I covered, you can look up Cassie Chadwick, and uh, her story is pretty bonkers, but until it gets located, I'm just going to go ahead and continue uploading episodes as normal, so I guess listen to this next episode and enjoy! Thank you, and keep it creepy. Hi! Welcome to Coin on the Macabre! I'm Katie Adkins. I'm Kelly Reed. And we got a whole new setup, and I'm really, really excited about it, and it's going to be a good time, and we're going to talk about... Sinister social media. Yeeti yeeti. Ooh. Um, I thought of this topic because I recently had mental breakdowns over social media. Yeah. It's a very personal topic for me. Um, Don't know what was up with that. It's a lie. I know completely what was up with that. It's quarantine and social media. And <laughs> I, so I, I watched this documentary um, not that long ago called Fake Famous. And I told you about this. It's on HBO. Okay. Um, and it's all about like uh, taking these three people who all want to be Instagram famous for their own reasons. Um, and they're all like different reasons, but there's a system that the producers come up with in order to get them there. And one of them succeeds. The other two back out, you know, because they can't stick with it because the whole thing is so fake to them. Yeah. Um, but the one girl who does stick with it, she, like, sees all the bad sides of it and, like, how it just completely takes over your life. And by the end of it, they said this thing that, like, will probably stick with me forever, which was just – um it is a business that is profiting off of making other people feel bad about themselves. Oh, shit. Yeah. Was there anything positive that came out of this documentary? I mean, it's cool that she got free shit. I mean, it's fair. <laughs> I heard, I don't know if it was this documentary. Fuck, I wish I remembered this article. I should have looked this up beforehand. Because um, there's a different Instagram, like, Insta. I think it's called Insta Famous on mm-hmm. Netflix. And I watched one episode of that. Um, it was, like, each episode followed a different Instagram famous person, and they're, like, they're Insta-famous in, like, different ways. Mm-hmm. So, like, the first episode followed a guy who has a meme account and just posts, like, you know, those, like, viral meme pages and whatnot. The producer, the person who created it, was insanely biased and wanted to prove social media was evil. Oh, and that okay. it was a biased documentary to show only the downsides of it. Okay. And I don't remember if it was the Netflix one they were talking about or the HBO one. Well, HBO, I- I'm sure there was a bias there um, based on, like, their closing statements. But they do follow them and they show that, like, she was an actress, like, the girl who got famous. Mm-hmm. She was an actress and she, um, you know, you have to have a certain number of followers to- for casting directors to, like, really consider you. Yeah. And so that was, like, her main reasoning. And it worked for her. So, I mean, I will say that positive aspect of it is she grew her following and she was able to get more jobs because of it and she you know is now able to make her money and not have to have a second job she's doing what she wants to do but yeah i mean the whole point of being an actor is that you're selling yourself you are the product and you want to have all of the pieces to make that product work and having a social media following 
is unfortunately part of that now. If I don't know if you've seen any recent seasons in the past like six years of America's Next Top Model, but they've included social media as part yeah. of the ratings now, which if you look at earlier seasons, which of course I've been watching, I mean, I stopped watching America's Next Top Model probably in 2010, mm-hmm. so like 11 years ago, but the earlier seasons in the 2000s, like social media wasn't even mentioned. Like they were just going off of how old school like models get hired and everything. And now they have a whole like, well, people on social media really liked you, so you get a higher score now. Which honestly, that sucks because like people on the internet are so goddamn mean. Yeah, they like, are. There, there are so many articles like looking into this today. Um, I didn't decide to cover any of them because they're sad. I, I don't consider them necessarily like sinister social media, but the, it's it's just about people being mean and being cyber bullies. Where like they get into these tiffs online, they're like big man on campus, and then somebody ends up killed because of it. Yeah, like that has happened. More than 25 times. And that's, like, recent. Yeah. That's, like, recent. I mean, look at Tal Hot Blonde and Beefcake Brian. Like, yeah. Remember that episode? Like, that shit was wild. And that was in, like, 2005. Yeah. Like, that was just through AIM chat. It's only getting worse now. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what I'm going to cover happened in 2019. So it's very recent. And, like... The guy didn't even – oh, God. It's just awful. And it's just uh, – have you have you experienced cyberbullying online? Um, Yeah. I – so – but I didn't fight back on it. It was just mm-hmm. – you know, it's just like mean girls, though. Like, you get that anywhere. And it mainly came – like, I've never experienced it on Facebook, but I will say I definitely experienced it in the MySpace days. But that's because oh, I was no. in high school. And I think people are bigger bullies in high school, you know? Absolutely. But, or in middle school. Yeah, it's So it was middle school and high school that it was not great. Not a good time. And I can't imagine what kids are going through now with social media being as huge as it with is. With Snapchat and things being able to disappear after 24 hours, I actually – okay, so interesting. I should have brought this article up too because I didn't – as I was doing all my research today, I didn't think about this. But the other day I read an article – about how um, this girl posted on Snapchat complaining about um, her cheerleading squad at school. And it was mm-hmm. a Snapchat post. It just She just posted a picture of herself like flicking off the camera and it was like, fuck school, fuck cheering, whatever. And the reason why she was really upset is because she spent her entire freshman year – she's like 14, right? She spent right. her entire freshman year of high school on the JV cheer squad because they told her it was required for her to have at least one year on the JV squad before she can be varsity. And then a eighth grader got picked on varsity before her, like an, uh, an uprising freshman. Mm. And so she was furious and like posted this thing venting because she was upset. And the school kicked her off the squad for it. And so her parents were like, this is bullshit. She has a right to complain about school. Like, That's free off speech. Cam- off campus, yeah. on social media. So now they're trying to pass a law that students aren't allowed to do that. That which, students aren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. But they're not no, allowed. No, wrong rule. Wrong rule. Wrong. I should, go go <laughs> tell the schools that they can't do that. Like, yeah. I, you are, <laughs> that is absolutely fucking free speech. That is free speech from the Constitution. You are allowed to bitch about things if you want to bitch about things. And I mean, it's not like she's hurting anybody either. Like, you can say fuck you and or well, fuck a school, you know, and it's not like it's not bullying, you know, like I would say bullying is something that sure keep an eye on that because that fucking sucks but i mean if you're saying fucking institution that institution probably does suck (laughs) 
Yeah. Sorry. I forgot. It was something called BL because her name. Uh, Mayhoney Area School District versus BL. Those are her initials. Okay. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. No, so pretty much uh, the parents won the case. Good. Initially. Initially. Oh, fuck. And so she was able to get back on the team, which, of course, for her was awkward. But she made varsity her junior and senior year, as she should have. Let's see. On April 28th, the Supreme Court of the United States heard oral arguments in Mahanoy Area School District, a student free speech case that every public school district in the um, country needs to be watching. But public schools are subject to First Amendment's protection of free speech. And in the 1969 case, Tinker versus Des Moines Independent Community School District, the Supreme Court specified that students should not shed their constitutional rights to freedom of speech or expression at the schoolhouse gate. They shouldn't have that taken from them, mm-hmm. right? But schools, of course, have rules like no cursing and no bullying and, like, where is the line on all of that. Yeah. Basically, what the schools want to do now is basically be like, we want to make sure that students also can't curse and bully and do this stuff on their social media as well. Which is them at home. Uh, yeah. The thing – like, the bullying part I get because – Like, that, that can, kills people. Yeah, that Like, ki- people that's commit suicide. Exactly. Like, like, that is something where you're targeting someone and you can really – somebody can really, really get hurt. When you say fuck school, I have – hey, listen. Hey, schools. Hey, guys. Everyone says fuck school. <laughs> Because fuck school. Like, nobody likes it. You don't go to school because you like it. You go because you have to. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some people like it. I guess. But I mean, like, but tell me, even, like, the biggest fan of school, they absolutely had a day where they were like, man, fuck school. Absolutely. I refuse to believe that even the person who loves school the most hasn't said it at least once. Yeah. Like, you are allowed to blow off steam, especially outside of school. And uh, I don't know. I also like feel weird about like companies and schools having access to your private accounts and stuff. Yeah. Well, I know that private schools, you absolutely do waive your right because it's private and you agreed to a contract. Public is different because that's like, you know, federal district. Was this a private school? No, this was a public school. Okay. That's what makes it so controversial because I literally knew a kid in high school who went to a private school who got kicked out. Because someone told the administration that, like, he was drinking or something. Like, mm. he, there was a party, and the party got busted, and so they expelled him from school. Which, at the time, always having been in public school, I was like, that's bullshit. Like, he was at home, but then I'm like, uh, but yeah, like, they must have signed some sort of thing for private schools to be like you have to have a certain behavior outside of school too which i just think is i think that's ridiculous insane, but that's you can't just control me. people i yeah it's just because they want the students at their school to have a certain reputation and i'm just like okay whatever like i get it you have to stick up your ass like yeah i'm not saying i condone underage drinking but i'm just saying like if you were to what is something I'm trying to think of something a kid could get kicked out for, like cursing or something or just something like posting lewd photos to social media but not nudes where it's like that's not illegal, like yeah. that sort of thing. Um, there's I remember also back in like 2008 the big story of the teacher who got fired for having bikini photos. She mm. was a bikini model at one point and they fired her. Yeah, it's just <laughs> – you can't control people. Like, you can control what happens inside your wall, sure. Yeah. But 
outside of that, like, it's none of your fucking business. Leave it alone. There was another – I'm just realizing – I have, like, this trail of articles I've read. <laughs> there was another one I read about um, this mother. She has an OnlyFans, and it got really popular. Her and her husband started doing the OnlyFans as a way to spice up their life, and her son got expelled from school. She had her kid enrolled in school, and all of the parents were so mad at her for having an OnlyFans. They said that her child shouldn't oh my God. have the right to an education at that school because she does pornography. And she doesn't even really – it's very light. It's like you can see her nipples through a t-shirt kind of a thing. She fucking makes bank off of it. I think they're just fucking bitter and jealous because she's still hot, but, like, whatever. And they have a giant fucking stick up their ass. Yeah, but, like, no, they literally – one of the parents sent the principal's photos of the mom in an, like, anonymous envelope and shit, just hyper trying to push to get their kid kicked out. And the principal eventually, like, gave in because the parents were so outraged. Yeah. Which I just motherfucker. I mean, and if it's about the kids, then like, don't let them have OnlyFans. I don't. Yeah, know. like the moms should be allowed to do what the fuck the fuck they want. Yeah, that's a grown ass woman. If she wants to show her titties, she can show her fucking titties. Okay. Like, what the? Don't punish her fucking kid. I just was. I was furious when I read that. I mean, and that happens. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um. I must say, I feel like. I'm trying to think about the only bullying I really remember happening was back in the 2016 election, which oh god, oh I my god, about that yeah. <laughs> so the 2016 election was rough for a lot of people, and I promise I'm not about to get hyper political on anybody. It was just essentially like we have a lot of friends who are very liberal, and a, a good majority of them are like you know want to vote democrat like cool and they like, post about it and whatever and then there was also this group of people we knew who was very very right winged very far right which i didn't even know they were until this election like that election i was like holy fuck yeah and they were relentless and so because i a friend's post, which was about Bernie Sanders, they, like, went all in on, like, how much they hate him and awful and blah, blah, blah. And I literally just went to just defend the right to post what you want and, like, without necessarily being bullied for it because holy hell. And they started, like, constantly inviting me to, like, hate groups and posting hate shit on, like, my posts like things that weren't even political related like they started posting i posted a thing about cosplay body positivity about how like you know girls and guys of any size should be feel comfortable cosplaying and they shouldn't feel shamed because like they're overweight or anything like that and they started posting like you know fat people should should feel bad for showing their bodies and like saying like fat girls can't cosplay is what like quoted what they were saying and they started posting a bunch of pictures of um larger girls in cosplay as if they were examples of like what shouldn't be allowed i ended up having to block them but they were they kept inviting me to so many hate groups knowing that i wasn't like part of that crowd yeah. that i was like what the fuck well also <laughs> Like, again, not going to dive into the politics of all of it and don't need to. Um, That documentary that was like huge for a while, The Social Dilemma. Yes. um, Yeah. How they talked about how 
social media is basically creating this polarization because it's a computer showing you things that it knows you're interested in. So if you're super far right, you're only going to see super far right articles. And if you're super far left, you're only going to see super far left articles. And so there's no middle ground there and nobody's seeing anybody's point of view. And they're just like, well, all of the articles say this, but really it's just all the articles that are being advertised to them that have literally been picked out by a computer because they know that that's what you like. So, and the guy who was talking about it on Social Dilemma was saying that he is so scared that because of this, it's going to end up causing like civil war. And I mean, you you kind of saw a little bit of it this past year, like yeah. in 2020. It absolutely got crazy, especially with like the Black Lives Matter movement and people, you know, they, they just take these sides and they are convinced that their side is the only side. Yeah. No, like hashtag civil war was trending at one point during the election last year, right? Yeah. Like that was something people legit were like, this is happening. Because it's just because that was one thing I did notice. um, And part of why I believe the computers are also doing that is because they want to push the posts with the most comments, the most likes, the most comments. So if you have a lot of activity, which one thing was angry people like to do, like the yell, they like to get their words out. They're so angry. They Mm -hmm. have to say something. And so those are the posts that just a non-morale computer is going to push because they're like, oh, this is getting a lot of feedback and activity. There's lots of comments and likes and reactions to it. Therefore, like, more people will see it. And so it's almost like they're showing you things they know you'll also hate. Yeah. Kind of a thing. I don't don't even think it comes down to that. It's a computer that just goes off numbers. And so they're just like – and it goes off of, like, search history. So they're just like, you're interested in this. Here's like the top one with the most numbers. Yeah. Um, Mike with the. Oh, shaky. yeah, sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, they just pick the post that they know that you have had a past interest in, and then they give you the one that yeah. has the most comments on it, and then they find those keywords and they lock into it. So there's no like exactly what you were saying a computer that has no like emotional mindset whatsoever or any kind of like, you know, human logic is going to just feed you what it knows. They're going to push you the articles they think you'll comment on. Mm-hmm. And if those and if those comments are fueled by like hatred and rage, mm-hmm. that's the what they're that's what's going to push cuz that's what you're commenting on. You're comment like if you're constantly commenting your anger, it's going to keep posting things related to the things that's making you angry. <laughs> <laughs> I and I genuinely believe on top of that and it's mentioned in the documentary as well is that a part of it is our human brains aren't ready for this shit because, you know, people talk about like, oh, new technology comes out all the time. But here we are in a fucking age where we make technological leaps in much shorter time span than we used to, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like back in the day, if something was out of style, it was 10 years old. Now it's two years have passed. That phone is old. Yeah. Like that model is old. And that was something I even remember as a kid. I remember being like 12 years old and being like, my favorite song is this. And it was a song that came out maybe when we were in fourth grade. So it's like four years old. And people would be like, that song's old. Mm -hmm. Why do you like such old music? And I'm like, at the time, I was like, it's not though? Like, I get, what? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and our, our, like, we had to adapt as people to this new technology, but now it's, 
it's adapting way faster than we are. Mm-hmm. So we don't – our brains are not set up to handle all of this yet. It's going to be wild. I'm super curious to see how, uh, like, it affects – this is on a very um, shallow note, actually. I'm curious. I am curious to see how it affects styles and trends and whatnot, um, because I feel like before there was a very set pace, and now I feel like it's much more rapid. I oh, feel for sure, like- everything is because there, you have to be. The thing about social media, especially, is you have to be on to the new next thing. Yeah, constantly, absolutely. Like, you have to be the one that's like one step ahead of everybody, and because of that, and everybody's doing it because they all want to be popular and they all want to stay on top of the trends, you're seeing things pop up every fucking day that are just, like, new and trendy and, like, it it switches constantly because everybody wants to be the first. People who make their money off of Instagram and YouTube, that is quite literally their job, is keeping up with these trends, making these trends. Mm -hmm. TikToks, by definition, is just trends. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just reusing sounds, redoing trends, like... I see – I've seen a lot of comment arguments on TikTok about, like, people copying each other's, um, like, content and whatnot and crap like that. And I'm just like, that on some level is a little crazy to me because the app is designed to reuse sounds. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you're all copying each other. You, there's nothing to be copied because none of it's original. I mean, some of it is, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, like, one original person and then a bajillion people who will copy it. And Mm -hmm. then maybe one of the copiers happens to be the one that goes viral. And then the person who it originated from will never be noticed. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how – that's honestly kind of how things have been as long as time has been when it comes to authors with ideas and scripts with ideas and, like – Inventors, scientists. Inventors, yeah. People are always taking each other's fucking credit and this is no different. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when it comes to, like, the trends on, like, what gets people watching is just so constant. And Mm -hmm. And it is changing, like, every month. Like, every month. What's the new trend? What's the new, like, top sound to use? Yeah. Um... But yeah, I am surprised I didn't look more into TikTok for this topic, but I think it was because I already kind of knew what I wanted to talk about. So <laughs> um, since I don't I don't have too much today, I do want to go ahead and mention, since we're already on the topic of TikTok, that fucking girl who, okay, to anybody who doesn't know, just go find it, but it's a TikTok where this girl finds out that... Through her bathroom mirror, on the other side of her bathroom mirror, is a whole other fucking apartment. Oh, I saw that. Like an abandoned apartment that was never finished on the other side of her bathroom mirror that somebody could have, like, crawled into if they wanted to. Um, And she, like, goes through the fucking hole. Like, it is a small hole and it's difficult for her to get through it to begin with. So if she had to run back, she's not getting back into her apartment in time. You know, like, that's the thing I was thinking of. I'm like, it is so hard for you to get in there to begin with. How the fuck are you going to get out? You know? And then she's walking around. There's, like, water bottles. There's food. Like, In it's, the other apartment? Yeah. Like, it's there's clear signs that people have been in there. Oh, my God. This is just Candyman. Yeah, exactly. Which Candyman's based off a true story, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Hate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The idea, if we want to have an episode about it, the idea of people living in your walls or like living off, like I have such a huge fear of that. Like it scares 
the shit out of me. The idea of someone living in my basement or my attic, like, secretly, and they only come out at night and, like, eat your snacks. Mm-hmm. And, like, ah. Uh, like, living just, in the attic and living in your walls uh-huh. and shit. There was an actual story about that. Rec- yeah. Like, not recently, but I heard it recently. There's a few, honestly, but I just, bleh. Anyways, <laughs> if we want to say that for another time, like, holy crap. It's, it does also, it does kind of crack me up that Gen Z is convinced that the only people on TikTok are Gen Z. It's just like, no, the algorithm is only showing you people in your age group. It's the same thing as with everything, guys. It's the you same are, thing with everything. We're all it's, on it's it. It's an algorithm. They're all algorithms. Everybody's on it. Shock and awe. It just cracks me up because sometimes my algorithm can't seem to figure out my age. Mm-hmm. It like thinks I'm like a 96 millennial or something because it'll occasionally show me like, TikToks where they talk shit about millennials and ones that talk shit about Gen Z and I'm like, first of all, I don't care. <laughs> so like, whatever. What? Yeah. What is the point here? But it just it just makes me laugh. Yeah. How like that is? It's like which one are you? <laughs> because when we were in high school, first of all, our generation didn't have any. We were Generation Y, and no one cared about generations. No one. No one had beef. With the generation thing. That, I don't think that's entirely true. We didn't talk true. about it. I definitely, really? we definitely said boomers. We did not like boomers. I didn't say boomers when I was in high school. I didn't even know. I knew my mom was technically a baby boomer, but like I would talk like shit about old people. I didn't even know Gen X existed until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a generation. I definitely think the beef has heightened. Heightened, yes. The beef <laughs> has heightened, which is interesting to me. Like the okay boomer, like we're all down for that because... Boy, there's been a lot of choices made yeah. by people in that age group that were like, can you not? The type of millennials that Gen Z makes fun of are people who were born in like 1983. Like, I don't even consider them part of our generation. Yeah, I always thought that like, like millennials if, were 90s babies. If you didn't watch SpongeBob, like, are you even a millennial? Yeah, if you did not grow up with SpongeBob, I think that has to be a criteria. It's got like, you have to have like, no, you have to know who SpongeBob was. Like, if SpongeBob. Came out when you were in elementary school, like you're a millennial. Yeah, <laughs> or and, even or middle school. You know who the Spice Girls are, and you praise yeah. them at one point. You ha- own their CD at one point. Yes. Like, yeah, I think that this is criteria. Like, my brother is an '82 baby, and I'm a '92 baby. He is technically cusp millennial Gen X, mm-hmm. right? But like, there is so much that is so different from both of our upbringings that's just wildly different. Like, he remembers Kurt Cobain dying. Mm-hmm. I was, like, one or yeah. two years old. Like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> like, yeah. that had no effect on my life. Mm-hmm. He I, Like, Ted Bundy, I think, was still on the loose. Yeah, like, he graduated high school in the year 2000. Like, I was in elementary school in the year. It's just a different experience. And um, I get that Gen X was, like, the people in their 20s. But I still feel like – I feel like if you went to high school in the 90s, you're not a millennial. I don't know. But maybe it's just because we're surrounded by people 35 and under. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That I just, like – I don't know. Like, if you graduated in a 2000 year, I just don't view you as, like, I, I view you as a millennial. Like, mm-hmm. if you graduated in, like, 99, like, I don't Yeah. That no, I like. agree with that. <laughs> like, 99, 2000, like, I don't really. <laughs> no, you're the, they're the before era. <laughs> the before era. Like, I just, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But anyways, that doesn't even matter. <laughs> um. So, my thing, let me pull it up really quick. 
Because I'm going to talk about this poor, poor girl, Bianca, which I remember when it happened because this happened in 2019. And it was a huge thing online, on Instagram. And I remember being really confused about the story at the time. Yeah, it seemed to always change. Yes, I looked up so many articles covering it because people could not figure out what their actual relationship is because the killer lied about what their relationship was. Mm. Because he was obsessed with her to creep. Like, people are saying he was her boyfriend. He was not her boyfriend. Yeah, that was the one that, like, kept getting thrown out there. Like He was not her fucking boyfriend. Yeah. He just wanted to be her boyfriend. Like, she actively told her mom she does not want to date this guy. Like, they're just friends. So, I'm going to talk about Bianca Devins. She was 17 years old and graduated high school two weeks like, she was murdered two weeks after she graduated high school. Oh, it's God. so heartbreaking. So, Bianca Devins, um, her murder became famous, like, immediately in 2019 because her killer posted photos of her decapitated body on his Instagram, Discord, and 4chan. God. And I remember this because there were accounts trying to get followers being like, I have her photos. It's a private account. Follow to see them. And it oh was my disgusting. God. I was like, oh, my God. People are gross. They're awful. And they will make, they'll try to make money on anything. Uh, here we are with a podcast where we talk about people who died. But that's not what I'm yeah. trying to that's, that's not We're not trying to profit off of people's deaths, though. We're not really trying to do that. Like, I would never ask for followers so, and be like, here, be let like, me show you some, yeah, like. let me show you some, like, murder photos. What, there's, a, there's a word for that. What is that? Snuff films? Snuff. Yeah. Like snuff, I'm not, snuff, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, okay. So she was 17 years old and had only known her killer for a couple months. Uh, through Instagram. And um, a lot of random articles want to claim she was an Instagram star, but she only had 2,000 followers. Mm. She just, like, there's a couple people, there's some dudes who simped after her, and that was kind of, like, as far was, as that went. Just like any other girl on the internet. Didn't she have a Twitch channel, too? No. No? She did not have a Twitch from what, and if she did, it wasn't in any of the articles I mentioned. Okay. So if you want to look that up, go for it. Um, but I didn't see that in any of the things. Um, she did game, but she was part of a Discord channel where she would game with people. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, Discord, that's kind of what Discord was made for, is to have gaming communities. Mm-hmm. One of her photos, like a normal selfie of her, went semi-viral on 4chan of, like, the e-girl, and she was referred to as e-girl, but that's kind of as far as her fame went. The only other time she went viral, which really wasn't viral, was for the most worst reasons ever. When she was 15, she hooked up with this guy who took nudes of her, and he posted the nudes of her all over 4chan, even though she was 15. And so she had been dealing with cyberbullying and harassment ever since for that. So she had been dealing with that for two years by the time she was 17. God, what a fucking life. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. With, like, high school and social media, I cannot imagine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because back in the day, you could take nudes and, like, the worst thing that would happen is, like, someone physically gave it to someone else. Like, it wouldn't end up in a magazine or, like, in a movie. So I will say, when I was in high school – there was this it, it was like during the days of aim so maybe oh, it was middle yeah. school yeah middle school is yeah really the heightened but it. so and that was like 2002 yeah that yeah. was like our social media basically because everybody used aim we didn't have facebook or anything and for those of you who don't know it's 
AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was all the rage 2004, back in the day. baby. I don't even know if it still fucking exists. It does. Does it really? I looked it up one time at like two years ago because as a joke, I was like, I'm going to log into my AIM account. Which, by the way, I'm XX Insane Katie XX. If you want to add me, I don't even remember what mine is. It's, it's. I think it's Super Vampire Girl. So yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I live for that. I yes. live for that. Oh my god. But uh, we we met like a guy through AIM, of course, who uh, had pictures of like a hot teenage boy, you mm-hmm. know. And so he was talking to me and my friend, and at one point, like they, we, he talked to us for like a few weeks. And then at one point started trying to ask for nudes. And, like, my friend sent them. <gasps> oh, no, baby. Yeah, I said no because I was, like, no. And then he – like I was just, like, not – do. I'm, like, I'm not going to do that now. And he was just, like, I respect you even more because you said that. And then, like, tried again, like, a couple days later. <laughs> and now that I respect you, send me nudes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but it turned out that that guy – was like a fake account because she, yeah because she sent those nudes and then it like her parents found out and it came out that he was just like an old dude who was like using these photos. How did that come catfishing. out? Did they like investigate him? Yeah. Well, okay. So all of this happened and she would not tell me anything about it because I think she was just so embarrassed that she yeah, sent them to begin with. That is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I remember. Especially as like a middle schooler, you know. I'll never forget. This is so embarrassing. Oh, I got my first flip phone with camera on it, which was <laughs> such a big deal. Back in 2007, I was a freshman in high school and um, there was this cute boy on MySpace who liked me, and he was real. I met him in person. He came <laughs> to a show that I was, like, I was in a musical, and he, like, was the cousin of somebody in the show mm-hmm. and was like, oh, my God, who's that, like, from the show? And, like, if he found me on MySpace, and we, like, exchanged numbers is what happened. So, anyways, my mom wanted – remember the movie 13? Yes. About, like, those oh, two God, girls? the horror film 13? <laughs> yeah, the, horror, the fucking traumatizing yeah. horror the, like, film. like, I hope I never have a daughter film. Oh, my God, yeah, just all that. So, I watched that with my mom, and this boy is, like, texting me, and I'm like, whatever, like, cool, boys texting me, boys don't text me. I was, I was lame. I was bullied in middle school. Like, boys didn't like me, so it was a big deal. And so I went upstairs to my room, and he was like, can you send me pictures? And I was like, sure. And I just sent him, like, a selfie with my little flip phone, which is, like, a shit quality photo as well. And he was like, no, with your top off. And I was like, okay. And I had a bra on because I was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. It's just a bra. And he was like, no, it's under the bra. And I was like, I just watched 13. <laughs> I should not I'm not. Me. No. I'm, I'm not going to taught me that this is a slippery slope. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then he stopped talking to me. And I was like, oh. And he had been okay, talking well, to me sucks. for like two months. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that guy sucks. I was like, this guy sucks. But anyways, um, back to more... Yes, so back to Bianca. Best to Bianca and this poor, poor girl. Yeah. So yeah, her news got spread around when she was 15, which is child pornography, motherfuckers. Ugh. People in the articles kept wanting to mention her like mental health and like basically they were trying to trying come to up victim with victim blame. Like what is that? They weren't trying to victim blame. They were trying to be like, why would a girl so young turn to 4chan Discord and Instagram for friends? Oh my god, because yeah. that's what everybody does. That's what everyone fucking does. 
Like, and Especially so, a 17 year old. Yeah. And so she had depression and anxiety like most teenagers. And she also was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And she had post traumatic stress disorder from her nudes being spread everywhere. Yeah. Like that would, I would fucking have post traumatic stress disorder. Are you oh, fucking God. kidding me for My that? heart breaks for this girl. I know. And so they were saying, like, that's why she was seeking friendships and connections through social media instead of, like, a healthy person in real life. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, no. I see your age and your writing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. It just made me mad. There's a little bit of background on her killer. Her killer's name is Brandon Clark. He uh, he grew up in an unstable household, um, and his father regularly abused his mother, once holding her at knife point for several hours. This is mentioned mm. because... He killed Bianca with a knife, and they're, like, wondering if, like, this is connected or whatever. And, like, just because you were abused doesn't mean you're going to be a killer. Just because you're schizophrenic doesn't mean you're going to be a murderer. Like, just – Yeah. Like, I get that people want to know people's backgrounds and, like, understand why they did these things, but it's not going to equate every time. Yeah, it doesn't excuse it in I any don't way. enjoy the stigmas. He met Bianca uh, April of 2019 through Instagram – Bianca graduated high school that, like, June of 2019, and they had become close enough friends through gaming on Discord and talking through Instagram that he was actually invited to her graduation party, and he met her, like, family and friends and stuff. So they became real-life friends. They were close enough in age. He was 21 and she was 17, but he was, like, obsessed with her, and she kind of knew that. And so when he came to her graduation party um her mom described him as like oh he's really charming and polite because you know he's trying to do that to get good on his her family right. and friend's side because he's obsessed with her but when her mom came to her and was like oh he's trying to polite," she was just like i am not interested in dating him like i recognize he wants to be more than friends but i just really don't want to i think she just was probably just like a lot of other high school girls have a hard time saying no and don't know how to turn t- down guys and are scared of being viewed as a bitch. Yeah, and they're scared of be being polite. mean and they're trying to be nice and polite. Like, we'll be friends and just try to be like as long as – because I, I know when I was a teenager, I thought that a guy who likes me, if I treated him like a friend long enough, he would eventually just be a friend. Yeah. And that's not how that works, especially with creepy, obsessive dudes like this. They think that you're just giving them chances to prove themselves. Yeah. It's awful. So, July 13th, 2019, literally two weeks after Bianca had graduated high school, Bianca, Brandon, and a third friend, Alex, who's a boy, boy Alex, they all went to a concert in New York to see uh, Nicole Dollinganger, who, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know who that was until I... Is is that the Pussycat Dolls? I looked up Nicole Dollinganger. She's one year older than us, so she's a 91 baby. Hang on. So Hang if on. the pussycat dolls are that young, which I don't think they are, no, I don't I think, think they had a fourteen-year-old. This their is group. a very not pussycat dolls person. Yeah, I was like, I don't think so. Uh, what are she what are the kids into these days? Very cute is, looking girls. Yeah, she looks like a doll. Anyway, she does look like a doll. Which is cute that her name is Dolan Ganger. Anyways, Bianca at this concert kissed Alex and Brandon. Brandon Clark, the killer, was furious about it. And so he waited till she was alone in the car with just he and her, and he confronted her, which he – I don't believe she said this because I think he's making shit up. Obviously, it's his word against nobody because she unfortunately is dead. Yeah, she can't speak for herself. She can't speak for herself. But what he said happened is that 
He confronted her and she told him that they're non-monogamous and that she's allowed to kiss other people. Like as if they're in a relationship. Yeah, that, no, I don't buy no, that No, I don't buy that you're in a fucking relationship. Like, I just don't. So yeah, he said that she claimed that they're non-monogamous, so it's okay because she's poly or whatever. Yeah, so he pulled out a knife that he had behind his seat, just there and ready. And uh, he didn't just slit her throat. He about damn near decapitated her, which, by the way, with a knife, that's a lot. That's a lot of slashes. That's a lot of slicing of the throat to get that far. Like, there's a slice of the throat, and then there's, like, cutting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking disgusting. And he filmed himself doing it. He filmed the whole thing on his phone. So it's not a crime of passion because that's planned. If you have enough time to get out your phone and set it up to film you Mm -hmm. doing it, that is meditated. And then he took pictures of her dead body, and then he slit his own throat and attempts because he wanted it to be a murder-suicide, and then he cut his own throat and and then took selfies with her body with his throat slit because he's fucking psycho. Obviously, he didn't fucking die. Uh, because then he posted these pictures to Instagram with the caption, make sure to subscribe to PewDiePie, was the caption. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And sorry, and the other captions were, sorry fuckers, you're gonna have to find somebody else to orbit, which, orbit isn't a word I hear often, usually I just hear the word simp, but an orbiter is essentially what a simp, it's dudes who obsess over girls and like orbit over a girl online, kind of a thing, and they like hover hoping like she'll give them a chance. Yeah. I view simping as essentially the same thing, which that's a whole other discussion for another day, simping, like you're gonna shame men for being nice. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but like whatever <laughs> that's yeah. a topic for different, different day different, different day. day different day so after doing all of this he calls the police and he says which is someone doing opera outside yeah. okay I don't know if the mics are picking this up there's like creepy opera playing outside the window oh, hang on I do have to tell Brenton about this because he loves to watch people outside what the fuck is shit. happening yeah, yeah. people do weird shit all the time there was one girl um, like one day that I went to the gym sorry not podcast stuff but um, <laughs> literally one day when I went to the gym there's a girl sitting on a bench and she was just like had all like a shit ton of luggage and she just kept screaming fuck Atlanta fuck this city <laughs> <laughs> God, you gotta love being downtown Atlanta in the heart of a fucking city. Jesus Christ! So this fuck, this motherfucker called the police. Okay, and said, "My name is Brandon. The victim is Bianca Michelle Devins. I'm not gonna stay on the phone for long because I still need to do the suicide part of the murder suicide." And hung up. Wow. He originally claimed that he didn't plan to kill her that night, but the authorities went through his PC. And they found in his search in his search history that he had literally Googled from May 2019 to July 2019 how to kill or, or incapacitate someone. And in particular, he looked up information about the carotid artery, which is a main blood carotid. vessel. Carotid. 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 I don't know how to say words. <laughs> okay. I'm not a doctor. God. <laughs> a carotid artery which is a main blood vessel in the neck, along with choking and hanging. Lovely. He also searched for, like, he would regularly Google Devons online and would take screenshots of their conversations to save for later, which screenshotting conversations is, I guess, normal, but I think he was obsessively doing it. So prosecutors claim that due to this evidence that they believe that he meticulously planned her murder for weeks because he had the knife there behind the seat ready 
Like, it wasn't, it was a serrated knife, mm-hmm. I think. Or it was, it was a long knife. It wasn't like a pocket knife. It wasn't something you would keep in your car. Right. Like, um, it was definitely intended for this. Yeah, for sure. He posted on social media, and he he also, in addition to calling the police, he made phone calls to family and friends instead of calling someone to help save Bianca's life. Didn't do anything to keep her from dying yeah. after slitting her throat. Like, he, right. didn't, he didn't call for an ambulance. He didn't call for anything. Yeah, he's just like, I, he wanted her to die. So in court, Kim Devins, who is Bianca's mom, which, bless this woman's heart, she had Bianca when she was 17 years old. Ugh. And so she's been her mom for her entire adult life. She doesn't even know, like, who she is. Yeah. <laughs> she's, you know, oh, God, it's just fucking heartbreaking. I mean, she's like, what, like, 35, 34? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. And um, she said, while in jail awaiting trial, Brandon wrote a letter to a friend and stated that he murdered Bianca because he couldn't handle the thought of her walking out of his life. And he bragged about murdering – this is her quote. He bragged about murdering my child by writing a transcript of the murder video with personal notes about what it is like to take a life. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so Devin's Instagram, originally only 2K follow- followers – Gained over 100K followers since her death. I already mentioned this, how other Instagram users tried to capitalize on her horrific death to gain more followers by claiming they had photos of her, but would only show if people would follow them. As speculation swirled on forums and Instagram and people being outraged by this exact thing, some users tried to actually blot out all of the dark comments and posting by posting pink clouds everywhere. Like, really pretty aesthetic, like, Pinterest-looking pink clouds. With the hashtag, pink clouds for Bianca, to remember Devin's and help to get the photos of the homicide off the internet. Connect a different photo to her. Right. And it's just, God, that whole thing. And so being obsessed over someone on Instagram reminded me of that movie you recommended to me, Ingrid Goes West. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it and you're cool with really cringy movies, God. watch it because it is technically really good, but... Boy, it was hard to watch. Yeah, it's it's definitely a hard one to watch, uh, and it's all about social media. It's Aubrey Plaza, who we all know and love. Yes. Um, and she does a great job of playing an absolute psycho. Yeah, and it's um, Elizabeth Olsen as well. Yeah, and it's Elizabeth Olsen. So basically, uh, Aubrey Plaza just becomes well, – not becomes, but is a girl who, like, finds someone on Instagram and just obsesses over them and like creates a life in her head where they're best friends yeah and she's like she's like obsessed with like being best friends with this instagram famous girl and and on some level kind of like wants to be them it's like on some level she it doesn't even it's not even best friends anymore it's just like i want to live that life i want to have that life and just follows it and like follows this girl all the way over to the other side of the country because of her obsession so if you if you're trying to see like it's cringy and it does have some kind of elements of horror depending on what you're scared of because yeah. I I personally would be fucking terrified if I found out that a person moved across the country to lie to me to become my best friend. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I don't know if you never knew people like this. There is a girl I know who like she was friends with a girl for a while in high school and the girl like asked her – would you ever be, you know, interested in dating me if I was a boy or whatever? Trying to be very logical about the thing. And I was like, yeah, I guess I could. We get along. Like, I guess we could probably date if you were a boy. So that girl then was like, okay, I'm going to go get a sex change because I'm doing this for you. 
so that we can be together. Oh, boy. And all this stuff. And my friend was like, oh, no. no. What don't do, do this. Don't, don't do, this. do this. What the fuck? It's not – this isn't social media related, but it's like that creepy, obsessive related thing. Which has been around since before social media, but now it's like they have so much more access to your life. Like those are the people who kill you. Like those are the people Absolutely. who like – And stalk you. God, yeah. No, like, insane. There's people who do shit like this. It's crazy to think that, you know, you're just a click away from some, some crazy person. Yeah. When I was trying to think of – because like we haven't done this in forever where it was like, let's recommend a movie like we said we would do forever ago and kept forgetting to do for each <laughs> I don't know. Episode. I think we, we did – we would bring it up. We just didn't blatantly say, I recommend I this. Recommend we do talk about a lot games and media a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think of like what are social media movies I've seen. Whatever. I never saw Unfriended. God, is yeah. that the Zoom call one? I think so. But we did see that one in theaters. I, it honestly made me scared of the internet for a fucking second. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. That's going to really bug me. Hang it's going to bug me too. Because what I, what I wrote down here was Ingrid Goes West and The Den. The Den is not the social media movie I'm thinking of. The Den is about um, these people hacked into this girl's laptop and security cameras and her phone. So the entire movie takes place from what you see on what you would see if you were watching her from her screens. So you would see – so if she was holding her phone, the view would be, like, what the phone is seeing. And that's how the whole movie is filmed, is from the device's perspective. Right. But the reason why it was from the device's perspective is because someone hacked into it and was, like, watching her. And then you would see, like, someone break into her house, so they'd, like, be in the background. It was really creepy. I don't – I wouldn't really say The Den is a good movie, but it definitely creeped me the fuck out. The Den? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dark Un- Web. Unfriended Dark Web. That's what it was. That yeah, yeah, one, yeah. I'm not going to lie, it scared the shit out of me. That one was scary. It scared the shit out of well, me. Because I was like, I'm not getting online. I don't, I don't want to say spoilers, but like. I kind of already did, but. I'm entering into spoiler territory, so like. Sorry. If you're going to watch a really shitty horror movie called Unfriended Dark Web, then I'm sorry, but. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it is a shitty movie, but it did kind of freak me out. But it was like a combination of like. Social media and snuff films, because remember mm-hmm. the whole reason it happened was because they stumbled onto a file yep. that had like snuff films on it. Yep. And they were freaking out about it. And then somebody else found out that they were watching those videos. Yep. Yeah. I forgot. You remember the plot way better than I do. Yeah. So uh, if you want to watch a movie about a crazy Instagram girl, Ingrid Goes West. If you want to watch one about people stalking you through your own phone and laptop screens and hacking into security, watch The Den. And if you (laughs) want to watch people in a Zoom call where if you leave, you die, watch Unfriended the Dark Web. Yeah. Or Unfriended in general, which I think is a little more supernatural. Also, there's a new one called – There's a new one. It's called Host. And um, it's about people doing an online seance and they summon a demonic presence that haunts them through their videos. Okay, <laughs> whatever. So obviously we're going to watch that at some point. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> obviously we are. Yeah. Absolutely we it are. It sounds awful. I watch all terrible horror movies, so into it. Tell me about your thing. I'm going to keep it short. It could get very long. Um. All right, so I want to start with just talking about the girls. So this is about the murder of two young girls, Abby and Libby. They... Both love music. Um, they played alto sax in their middle school band, which is, uh, you know, how they became such close friends. They were best friends. They love photography and painting. 
Um, they love football. One of them, I think Libby, uh, she wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, she be- she wanted to be a science teacher. Um, she loved finding cures and solving crimes and was a little bit of a murderino, I think. <laughs> you know, like she would have been if she had, you know, had gotten the chance, I think. Oh, poor baby. Um, what year was this? Uh, so this was relatively recent, 2017. And they, they live in a small town. Um, so one day, February 13th, 2017, um, Abby and Libby had a sleepover and planned to go hiking um, near this place called the Monon High Bridge Trail um, in Delphi, Indiana. So they had the day off of school, and they just wanted to get out, take some photographs, explore their favorite places. They loved to hike together. They liked to take photos together. So around 1.45 that afternoon, a family member dropped them off at the abandoned bridge where they planned to hike. And it's not – you see the pictures now. Like, it's not an easy bridge. Yeah. It's like – it's definitely like an old school train bridge. Yeah. It's that, creepy. Yeah. And it's it's basically like an abandoned one where they like use it for hikes now. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a cool spot to go hike. Like it it's the kind of place that we're like, if we grew up near there, we would absolutely go hiking there. It honestly looks kind of dangerous though, but I totally would have hung out there as a kid. Yeah, for sure. So while they're doing this hike, they get on Snapchat and they're, you know, taking Snapchats yeah. of their adventures together and they're on Libby's phone. These get posted at 2.07, and then the girls don't show up to their meeting point later that afternoon to get picked up by their family member. Um, and so immediately, firefighters and police officers, um, over 100 searchers, responded. Uh, they did aerial searches um, for the oh daylight God. hours. Holy shit. Yeah, they took this very seriously. And then later that evening, authorities began trying to ping the girls' phones, um, but they couldn't. Oh, my God. They couldn't find them. He said that they either the phones had been turned off or the batteries had gone dead. So at approximately midnight, the search was called off, um, but volunteers kept going. Um, the search remained the following – or continued the following morning, and then the bodies were found. So approximately one mile from where the, the girls vanished, they find two bodies on a piece of private property north of the bridge. They hold a, bo- they hold a press conference – to announce it and the authorities hold another press conference to say that they had been identified and they were in fact Libby and Abby so and this is like a small town so of course the community is just like in shambles yeah no they everyone knows her there's no way a hundred people goes out looking for someone they don't know yeah I mean it's it's like a it's like a close-knit community yeah so February 15th there's another uh news conference and it is a unidentified man walking along the historic trail, and it's from the girls' phones who were still recording their, like, Snapchat stories. So they kept it on record. Obviously, they didn't get posted. Yeah. But they had kept it on record because oh it was, God. like, it was, like, a smart thing to try to, like, catch. They knew that somebody was following them is what is assumed, you know, because it from what they're saying or what they are thinking based on the evidence is that... They were still recording, put the phone in their back pocket to, like, watch him while he was following them. That's smart. Too bad whatever this man had planned worked. Yeah. Well, okay, so the thing is, too, and this is, like, something that I comes into play later. I guess to I guess. Well, okay, so part of this that comes into play is this bridge, to anybody who's been on it, it's a hard bridge to walk on. 
it's work to get across it because it's like a rickety old bridge. Like you, yeah. the, the wood is not all the same size. So it's like really a height we'll to post, get across it. We'll post the photos to the blog because it is kind of difficult to get an idea of what this bridge is like until you look at it. Yeah. They had the videotape on, like I said, and turns out that there was audio. The police department didn't want to release all this information at once because they wanted to, you know, there's like certain things where like cops will hold on to information you know, to so that like it's not public knowledge. So that if somebody comes forward and says that they recognize something, that they know something that they that the right. general public doesn't, and it's something that they can you know yeah they can with. connect. So it'd be like, oh, I know that guy. He I don't know connects something to it to give more information that might match the information the police already have. Right, exactly. That that hasn't been made public knowledge. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they release this a composite sketch, but it looks like. Anyone that composite sketch honestly looks like a teenage boy. Yeah, scroll up, and I would assume that was a grown man. Yeah, like that looks like a grown man. That does not look like a teenage. Boy. Not to mention this guy is in like a full jacket he's and hooded. A, he's wearing a dad jacket. Number yeah. one, like dad jacket and like dad jeans. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. Like that's not. And this sketch looks like a fucking fifteen-year-old boy. Yeah, this is released in 2019 because they can't see what his face really looks like in the video and like yeah, in the I mean, picture. That's fair, but and, but they're like describing it based off of other people who had seen him oh in my the gosh. area. Okay, and so it basically like if you were to look at this and you were to look at the photo, you would not think that that's. Did they not catch this guy? No. Oh my god, this is still ongoing. Yeah. Oh no. Um in twenty seventeen, uh the team donated ninety seven thousand dollars to the reward fund. The reward is now at two hundred thirty two hundred and thirty thousand dollars for information leading to his arrest. Oh because my nobody knows who it is. God. Still to this day. And then like the the FBI is basically just begging people. They're like, please, if you were in that area, like think. Think of anything. Just, just, like, give us something. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you have anything at all, give it to us because you don't know if it's important or not. Like, I had a flat tire or, you know, my cell phone broke or whatever. Like, just anything that you can think of. Um, they're also say- telling people to look out for certain behavioral changes in people that they know. Like, somebody who developed a different sleep pattern, started abusing drugs or alcohol, has become anxious or irritable. Um, someone who has followed the case to an extreme, somebody who's had ongoing conversations about where where they were that day, um, someone who has visited the location, um, somebody who has taken photographs in that area. Oh my god, that could be so many people. <laughs> yeah, it could be like anybody. That could be so many people. And they're they're just like anything that you can give us. You know, we just need help finding this guy. So then they find this one guy, Daniel Nations. He was arrested in Colorado for threatening hikers with a hatchet on a Colorado trail. Okay. Um, he had an outstanding warrant in Johnson County, Indiana, for failing to register as a sex offender. Mmm. Yep. And uh, they never formally mentioned him as a suspect because they had no information that includes or excludes him from the killings. There was not enough evidence or, or there was enough evidence to dismiss him and they stopped looking into him altogether. As a suspect. Man, I thought you were about to tell me that these girls, like, kidnapping and murder or whatever was on Snapchat or something. No, 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 no. It's just that it was... They were using Snapchat when it happened. Right, basically. Oh, man, these poor children. And Snapchat was supposed to be, you know, every they had, like, his clothing. 
You know, they had a general idea of what he looks like, even if it wasn't in the face, you know, and they had him on camera. So they were thinking, and they had his voice. So he's, and he's like instructing the girls in the audio where he says, um, go down the hill. And that's the only audio that they released. So, okay. And it's possible that that's not the full audio clip because they haven't released all of it. They've only released those clips. They released go. And then at a later date, they released down the hill. Abby also wanted to be in, like, forensics and police work, too, which just makes it worse. Um, So it's still continuing. There's 6,000 electronic billboards in 46 states that have been used to solicit information about them. Um, That's almost every state. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, They've used the photo that was captured on their phones of the guy. They've received over 30,000 tips and interviewed thousands of potential suspects. They're still following up on leads and just trying to solve the murder. They said that they get discouraged, but they just keep telling themselves today's going to be the day, you know, and that's how they get through. Oh, my God. Um, So everybody in the town of Delphi, like, they are scared shitless because this is, like, their small town and there's guys still out there. There's this guy here, yeah. And, um... On top of that, like, there were other people, like, podcasters and, like, people who, um, you know, like, internet sleuths or whatever, who somebody came out and said, like, there is no way that that guy is either not from Delphi or he has to at least either live close by or used to live there because, oh, okay, th- so this is the t- the different composite sketch. This is what I was talking about. Oh, that's completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one that we saw earlier, that was the one that originally came out. Mm-hmm. And then this one gets released, and it's a completely different photo. And people I guess are just like, "What the hell?" If you look at the description, if if you look at the descriptors, though, it it does have the similarities are small, button like nose, thin lips, wide set eyes, thin eyebrows, mm-hmm. with a lower brow bone. While they do look like two different people, all those descriptions I just said fit both. Yeah. Photos, thin lips, small bun like nose, wide eyes, thin low thin eyebrows with low brow bone. Yeah. Like one just happens to look like a teenager with those description and the other happens to look like a, a potentially grown overweight grown man. Thin lips, button nose, wide set eyes can describe a lot of it fucking could be people. <laughs> um but what I was saying earlier is And um, low brow bone, like geez. Yeah, it could be anyone. So people were saying it has to be somebody who's from the area because yeah. that bridge the way that he's moving in the video, he's he moving. Knows it. He's moving quickly. Like he's he knows able to get across. He knows it. He knows how to navigate it. He knows how to get through. He's moving faster than they are. So they're like, he has to be used to this because you don't just like get up on that bridge and walk like a normal person. Those Snapchat posts have to be freaking haunting to the kids that follow the to their other friends or schoolmates who like watch their Snapchat stories. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, That's they're like, so here's much. a Snapchat of the day that they were killed. Yeah. All right. So I will end it with three days ago, they found a new suspect. He fits the description of like the like the lips at the very least. Now that I'm yeah, at the it. nose no, not, not not quite so much. the nose, not so much. But the he, little beady eyes, the low brow bone. Uh, he's being investigated now. This is literally information that came out three days ago. But he's being uh, accused of raping a girl in his basement. Um, a child a, a 10 year old girl and then there's several factors in the murders of abby and libby that led them to him and he was recently booked for kidnapping and sexual assault 
He, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the article you said. He locked her in his basement. Mm-hmm. Locking a naked 10-year-old girl in his basement. Yeah, he is not a good guy. He is in not. In the slightest. He needs to die. Goodbye. Yeah. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Sorry, he, you can't atone for your sins. Bye. No. So apparently the way that that happened is he would lure her with like saying, oh, you can come pet my dogs. And that's how he lured her over. That is – okay. When I was about 10 years old, a man tried to convince me to get into his car because he said – like, I had found a lost dog, and he said he knew the owner of the dog, and that if I got in his car, he'd take me to the owner of the dog. And I was like, no. Yeah. Don't <laughs> no, care. No, I'm not going to. But he was, like, oh, eag- like, eagerly excited to, like, be like, oh, I know the person's dog here, and was, like, moving stuff. Like, he was in the front. He was in the driver's seat, thank God, so he wasn't, like, able to get out and, like, grab me or anything. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, you know, like, pushing stuff out of his front seat for me to get in the car, and I just immediately was, like... I'm no, no, this is really uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Like, just tell me who it is and, like, I'll take the dog to them. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just remember feeling so creepy crawly after that. And my, yeah. mo- my mom found me immediately after that because she went looking for me because I had been gone for too long. But yeah, man, there's fucking creepers out there and they look for children. Yeah, really. And, and this it, guy is obviously one of them. Yeah. It, it just like, uh, it upset me to know that there was like potentially like multiple people like that throughout my neighbor. <laughs> so the, since this was information that was released three days ago, they really only go into detail about his most recent crime with the 10 year old. Um, but they do say that they do have evidence that pins him to Libby and Abby. I would actually like to end our episode with one thing, with okay. one more thing, and it's not social media related, but we did receive an email of this creepy story this woman sent us, and we don't get many of those. Yeah, so, absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to say thanks to Michael for sending us a little fan letter. That's so sweet. That was really fun. Thank you. I found it. I found it. So this was submitted by... Uh, Christina Amelie Ham, who also is one of our newest patrons. So thank you. Hi. And hey. um, they sent us a message through our website um, saying, Dear whoever may read this, <laughs> hello, I am Chrissy and am writing uh, you because of a story about me. I am being haunted by some demon like being, sadly. It's, it's, I'm thinking English might be their second language. I'm being haunted by some demon, like being sadly in all my search. I haven't discovered what they are. The creature are humanoid beings with Victorian-style clothes, but their skin is white, and they have no eyes or nose, only a mouth with sharp teeth. Oh. Where the eyes should, where the eyes should be is just skin. Yikes. It's just, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I have seen these creatures since I was five. At first I didn't, uh think it was weird because I have seen dead people before and talked to them, but they um, stayed and came every night no matter where I am, and every time they are here, I feel myself getting weaker, but when I turned 19, it got worse because they became aggressive. Not only did they destroy my altar, um, but now they also hurt me along with draining my energy. Sometimes I see the wounds appear on my body when they are here. I can't defend myself or close my eyes when they are here. Luckily, thanks to my background in witchcraft, I have been able to prevent them from hurting me sometimes. 
It is a 100% real story. If needed, I can give witness description. P.S. I am a nature witch. I used to I used to be Wiccan, and I love to give you information. <laughs> give me an interview. P.S. Sorry if I made any spelling mistakes. I'm dyslexia and I'm Dutch. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so thanks for reading. I hope I wasn't a bother. No, of course you're not a bother. Yes, no, send no, more. No, we said, we send more. Send more. I like That's crazy. I, first of all, holy crap. I am so sorry. That's terrifying. A faceless creature with only teeth has no business being anywhere near us human folk. Like, leave us alone. Like, holy Leave our girl crap. Chrissy alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> We're we are demanded of you now. No. Whatever they say in The Exorcist, power of Christ compels you. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Su- like, was this a haunting of the house? Did she say? No, it's of her. Like, oh it my follows God. her around. Well, that's so much worse. I just, aha, uh-huh, that reminds me of a terrifying. So, I've mentioned, I've recommended this podcast before, and I'll recommend this podcast again. I love the podcast Spooked. Yeah, I started watching it after you recommended it. Isn't it good? Yeah, it's it so good. good. And the lamb story, yeah, creeped me the ever living fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that they had to like leave the house to have conversations and stuff. Yeah, oh it was yeah, nuts. and like the fact that there was there was something in their bedroom that was protecting them from it. Because they had so much weird clothes. Oh, sorry. Like, we're super vague talking about this. (laughs) Listen to the podcast, Spooked. It's, I believe, an NPR podcast. Yeah. And it's really good. It is. Um... Yeah, I just it's it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes. Just just look it up. And I guess in the spirit of thanking our patrons, we also have another new one, Patrick Fitzgerald. Hi, hey thank Patrick, you. Thank, thank you, thank you for being one of our newest patrons. <laughs> and we are just so excited. Anybody is listening at all? Yes, so <laughs> <laughs> makes it great. <laughs> yeah, I think we are probably going to wrap up and end here. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you guys next time. I'm currently working on some fun stuff for our Patreon. I know Patreon's been dry for a minute, but life's been really hectic. Yeah. And <laughs> I really, really want to apologize for that. Be smart on social media. Please yeah. don't give be out smart. your information to people. Be and, smart. Like, be safe. Also, don't take everything so seriously as far as like you know wanting to look like or be like the instagram people on there don't don't have a breakdown like me because a girl (laughs) on instagram looks like you but is more popular (laughs) (laughs) because woof that was just i was just having a bad mental dude it, it happens to all of us though you cannot i i don't think there's a single person alive who could say that they like didn't have some kind of breakdown looking through Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so like, don't take it too seriously. Comparing it. Don't compare yourself to follow, other people. Maybe follow some more pets and less people. <laughs> I mostly follow artists. I yeah. like looking at artwork. I love looking at pins. I follow I follow mostly people who do art that I enjoy. Yep, same. It's mostly what I do. I also fo- follow like workout routines stuff. Yeah, like, workout routines, good. Absolutely. You know, just don't steer – don't steer clear, but like you know, don't, limit limit yeah. the the Instagram. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us and keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Music by freestockmusic.com. 
For blog posts showing visuals for each episode, you can find our blog at cotmpodcast.com. If you'd like to help support us and receive discounts and loyalty rewards, become a patron at patreon.com slash macabre. We record every episode live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash thetigerwizard. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast app or site, please let us know and we'll fix that. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for updates on episodes, blog posts, and special events. And don't forget, keep it creepy.